Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. This one is for the week of June 20th. Hope everyone is alright. And now we welcome the boys of war. That's W-O-R, war. The band has released their debut album, Prisoners. It's available now uh, and you can check it out for yourself. And if you're a fan of Gojira, uh, Lamb of God, Pantera, Sepultura, then this is the band that you need to listen to. That's War, W-O-R, and they are on the Roman Show joining us on this episode. This and a whole lot more coming up next, right here. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go fly. Guidance, transcope. Surgeon, go fly. Econ. The Roman Show with your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome everyone, it's another episode of The Roman Show again uh, I'm your host Rodolfo Roman The boys of the band War will be joining us Their debut record Prisoners released back in 2020 during the pandemic It's hot right now as we speak And they are about to hit some festivals And they got some tour dates uh, available this year And well we're thrilled to have them here on the program In just a little bit to talk about music Their latest uh, sounds, what they're working on What places they're going to tour and a whole lot more. So really excited to listen to these guys joining us on the Roman show. Now, and by the way, they have a, uh, a new member of the band. And he joins us as well. Uh, it's a new drummer, Dylan. Dylan Jen- Jenkins is the new drummer of the band. So we talk a little bit about bringing in a new person into the band and having a chemistry and a whole lot more. Uh, they'll be emphasizing on uh, the outlook that they have with uh, Dylan joining the band and uh, maybe some changes that they've done towards the band because of a new addition. So we're going to talk that and a whole lot more coming up next. But just to let you know that the Roman show is being sponsored by a good friends of Manscaped. Now, they are the best in men's below the waist grooming Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels they obsess over their technology development to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience now manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide that's including me we have an exclusive offer for all my listeners that's 20 percent off plus shipping with the code the roman show that's all together the roman show at manscaped.com now, they have sent me a couple of um, merchandise, some of the stuff that they have. And I personally like the uh, anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Um, listen, you put deodorant on your armpits, right? Well, why not put them in your freaking balls and have them smell real fresh and clean? Uh, so get yourself uh, the deodorant or get yourself a lawnmower or anything, the weed whacker. Um all these things are available right now on the website manscape.com and use the promo code as I stated the Roman show and it's all together the Roman show head on over to the Roman show.com and you can click that's right you can click on the uh, 
banner and it'll take you right to the website and enter the promo code the roman show all together also listen we just finished father's day hopefully you guys enjoyed yourself a, a wonderful weekend with your family but holidays are around the corner and i'm talking about fourth of july so as you're out there enjoying yourselves you got to pick up a bottle uh, from the hess company they have exclusive great tasting wine for those wine aficionados and you can get the lion's head collection uh, they have the the lion tamer cabernet sauvignon or the pantera chardonnay i happen to like the lion tamer cabernet sauvignon uh, <laughs> you have no idea this is the napa cab uh, is plush in texture with heady aromas of blackberries black cherries and notes of freshly ground coffee trust me trust me it goes well it goes well with some meat i i don't like i don't eat meat i'm vegetarian but i do have the uh, vegan steak and i had it with a cabernet sauvignon and i have to tell you it's to die for but listen if you're the type of person that likes to eat steak like a grilled ribeye uh, with chimichurri, then knock yourself out and uh, get yourself the Savignon. Uh, you can get it right now at the uh, the Lions Head Collection. Head on over to the website hesscollection.com and uh, sell them and tell them the Roman Show sent you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we speak in just a little bit, we're going to be bringing in war on the program. Hopefully, everybody's having a great time, great day. Go, it's a freaking we're dropping this thing on a Monday. We just got through the uh, very uh, somewhat nonchalant, boring hell in a cell pay-per-view. I, 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 I don't know. Lately, with all this creativity, and I know I, I pretty much bash uh, the world of pro wrestling because it's just bad creatively. And you know, I stood there for a good three hours watching that pay-per-view and. It almost seemed like it was just like a Monday Night Raw, to be honest, you know, just less of the promos. And I mean, the action was OK. I'm not going to take anything away from that. But all those matches were just it. It just seemed as a program that, hey, there was nothing else or anything good to watch on TV. So I'm going to watch this pay-per-view because, yeah, there's nothing else on good on TV. And that's just the type of feeling that I get. Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre in a Hell in a Cell match. I kind of anticipated what I saw, which was two big men. And, you know, when you get two big men, you rarely are going to get too much of excitement. People think that this is like freaking boxing, where you get two big heavyweights and someone is going to get knocked out. And pro wrestling is the opposite. It's actually very boring. Brock Lesnar would always say that he prefers to um, wrestle light guys because they bring a little bit of more excitement to it when you face uh, a big guy, uh, such like a Brock Lesnar. Uh, but that's that's the outcome that we got. Uh, we also saw in action uh, Raya Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Again, it was a match. I was confused. I don't know if Raya Ripley is a heel, she's a face. I know Charlotte is a heel, but I'm, I'm bedazzled here. I don't know what the hell is going on. AEW uh, still... Uh, on Fridays for the time being because of the NBA playoffs. And, you know, they, they tend to be the funner show. They tend to be the more entertaining show, even though the WWE has the word entertainment in uh, in the in, in the name of the, of the company. But 
AEW seems to be really catering to that crowd of the the you know the ECW crowd like myself you know I grew up watching ECW and to me it was the funner of all the companies because they were able to just push the envelope when it came to storylines AEW is not pushing it that far but they are a little bit more exciting or a little more fun when it comes to um, pro wrestling uh, to this point but there's some hold tight because there's some good news it seems that we are going to get some returns one of them being Brock Lesnar and a John Cena perhaps what they are saying the rumor is we are going to see Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley a match that I've been dying to see because we never got to see this in MMA but seeing these two at least share the ring in pro wrestling would be just quite as appealing as if it were to happen in the world of mixed martial arts and then you have John Cena versus Roman Reigns, which Roman Reigns came out on the record and said that, hey, Rock, Ray, uh, Cena, stay on set, you know, stay in Hollywood, don't come into my my playground and try to beat me at my own game because your days are numbered or your days are pretty much done uh, in the world of pro wrestling. So let's face it, man, Roman Reigns, uh, as we speak, is the best thing going on right now in pro wrestling. He's a great heel. Paul Heyman, of course, has helped, helped him out a lot with that, but he is the greatest thing happening right now in pro wrestling. Let's face it. I don't care. You can't compare him to what's happening in AEW or in any other company, in my opinion. Roman Reigns is money. He is ratings. And they're doing it right. They're doing it fun. Right now, he's, he just annihilated Rey Mysterio on SmackDown in a Hell in a Cell match. Uh, so, I think they're on the right path of Roman Reigns. But what to expect here? I'm assuming they're going to lead towards The Rock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania um, in a grand old big stage. I mean, that match itself will sell a lot of money. Even if it's just The Rock just taking a couple of bumps, it's enough for you to get a lot of money. The last time we saw The Rock in action in the ring, it was against John Cena. And let's face it, The Rock was known at the time, but not as he is now known. All right, this guy's making... Breaking records when it comes to movies, uh, more than at the time when he wrestled John Cena uh, in Miami and then in New York. Well, as we get back in action with concerts, uh, there were reports, or there are actually stated by Vili of Corn that he will not be joining the band. It seems that he has some personal issues to take care of. Didn't really go into detail, but. Uh, <laughs> It sucks not to see Philly in the band. He is a... One thing about Korn, except for the drummer, right? Head, Philly, Korn, uh, Jonathan Davis. This is the core of the group. Um, and Philly with the bass, he's everything. You know, he's everything. It's going to be interesting to see who's going to fill in um, for Philly while they are on tour this... Uh, I believe it's this summer. Well, not this summer. But a little bit around, I believe the, the first concert is in August. And it's actually in, in West Palm Beach, believe it or not. Uh, but curious to see who's going to fill in for them. But again, Brian, you know, Davis Head and, uh, and, and Fiddley. I mean, the, these guys are, like I said, they, they are the core of freaking the band. You know, Davis Severo was the first drummer of Corn. Uh, um was replaced uh, by Ray, who's been on with the band since 2007. But uh, Monkey, Head, 
and, and, and Jonathan, like I said, the, these guys are, are, are the lead dudes uh, in the band, and it's going to be quite different. Although they, they, they did go around without head for quite some time, but Philly is different. I think that he, he really brings a different approach, and his sounds is definitely going to be missed uh, on tour. What are your thoughts? Are you going to go see Corn without Fiddly? Send me an email info at theromanshow.com and let me know if that makes a difference or you just don't care. You just want to listen to live music and you want to see Corn live in person. Let me know. Info at theromanshow.com and we'll go ahead and state your statement right here on the program next week. All right. War joins us on the program right now. The boys have released their debut album. They, well, they released it last year. And they're here to talk about their latest edition, a new drummer, this and a whole lot more coming up next. We're here on The Roman Show. Welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show. And uh, on the line, we have the boys of war. We got Ben, Dylan, Bob. Thanks so much for your time, guys. Uh, to speak to us as we get ready here and and uh, start hitting the road and hit the stage and play some of the new music. Now the band has already their debut album, Prisoners, available right now on your favorite favorite streaming service uh, or anything you can hear. And you can actually got some of the the music videos that are available right now on uh, on YouTube. So, gentlemen, thanks so much for your time and joining us. Awesome, awesome. So we got three of you. So it's gonna be a, a little fun here. So you guys could kind of tag team. Uh, who wants to go ahead and, and, and answer the question? So for, first and foremost, you parted ways uh, with your former drummer. You're starting at Fresh now. You got Dylan joining you in there, although he was featured here in your debut uh, record. So how does that chemistry of bringing in a, a new person, working with this new person, how does it all come about? How, how has it been uh, coming together? Well, so... Um Dylan pretty much came in with his with his hair on fire and uh, you know just kind of added a new uh, like energy to the band uh, you know that might have not been there previously um, and he came in and just kind of re-energized some of the old songs and he's been uh, you know super gung-ho about helping us write new tunes and really uh, pushing us to become better players and uh, you know, to kind of push our musical limits a little bit more. And, um, so it's been—it's definitely been a—it's been a smooth process for sure. And and, and yes, my hair was definitely on fire. <laughs> his hair is on fire. <laughs> yeah. But, but, and Dylan, that's how we got our attention. Dylan, you—you you already kind of knew the guys already. It was kind of like a match made in heaven, or did you just kind of—they just hit you up? How, how did that, how did the whole correlation come about? Uh, so it originally, I mean. Uh, ben originally called me about two years ago, and I had just moved uh, four hours out of Raleigh. And I was at first just kind of like, nah, man, uh, sorry, I'm in a band up here where I'm at, where I just moved to. And then uh, fast forward about, what has it been, about a year and a half, almost two years later, uh, he just gave me another, like, he just hit me up on Facebook. And then, um, you know, we just talked a little more from there. Uh, I went down to Raleigh, did a little audition, and uh, I got the part. Now, guys, with the addition of Dylan, was it the same direction you wanted with the album, or when you guys picked up Dylan, it, it went another way? Uh, I would 
wish we would have had Dylan on the album, actually, you know, because uh, him playing the songs now plays a whole new groove to it, like a whole new style. Like, uh, um, it just gives it more energy, it's more alive, it's more, um, you know, groovy. So I wish we would have had him on the album. I mean, you know, uh, even though we're, we're, gra- we're glad the way the album came out, you know, we're, we're proud to have released it when we did. Um, but we're actually really excited to drop some new material with Dylan because I think that everybody's actually going to like his uh, style of playing the drums and he's killer with it, man. Yeah, no doubt about that. And I, I got a sneak peek there. I, you know, I heard some of the most pretty much all of the music and, you know, if you're a fan of Gojira or Lamb of God, this is the band you, you need to listen to if you haven't heard of them yet. Um, now, with with the record and hitting the road, any particular songs that you guys are looking forward to playing, performing live? Uh, I mean, there's there's a ton of freaking songs here, man. You got Caged and uh, so you got the, 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 the Come Hunt and Play cover of Offspring. That was freaking awesome. Uh, but any particular song in particular that you guys are looking forward to performing live? And I mean, after after sitting at home for a year, uh, <laughs> playing live, I'm looking you forward. try to play the new stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to playing all of them. But yeah, I mean, you know, like the heavier songs, I'm always a fan of that. And, and also, we've got some really cool new stuff that we're about to start uh, thrown into the set. So we're always excited to play new stuff as well. I think I'm excited to play Sirens. Think how it sounds, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that sounds pretty Siren, different from the Kings, albums, but uh, <laughs> Predator, um, and Six Kings. Those now, are always a banger, and in, in, uh, in our opinion. Now, looking at the the, the, the record, you, you got ten songs in there, and is there in particular direction you guys or message you guys wanted to relay uh, to the fans? with this record or is it each and each song has a particular story to tell um so it's pretty much um i just pick a topic you know yeah. a discussion and i just write about it you know like things that you know me either i feel personally or you know just i look around the room and i take like inspiration from that and you know it's it's something i want to write about just as far as the conversation you know it's uh, a way of thinking so it's like, you know, even though you read the lyrics and you listen to it, it makes you feel a type of certain type of way or you, you may uh, read the lyrics and you may think, um, you know, it, it means something completely different. But, you know, to me, it's just I want to spark, you know, interest of y'all thinking for yourselves and, you know, just, just be you, you know. Um, don't, like, go against the grain, you know. Like, everybody out here is just open too much negativity going on. You know, be positive in your own way, your own trade. You know, do what you got to do to get all the, you know, the... the stuff that tries to hold you down especially like you know anti not like you know pretty much everything anything that pretty much holds you down as an individual now in particular uh, looking at the music here was this written during the pandemic or, or was it written before the pandemic and you guys had to delay a little bit about the release of the album yeah I mean so the, the album was written in I want to say 2018, 2019, and then, you know, the pandemic hit, and we actually initially planned to release the album early 2020, Mm -hmm. Um, but with the pandemic, our our record label suggested that it might be a smart move to hold off a couple months, so we ended up pushing it back to uh, August of 2020, Um, but honestly, like, looking at it, 
and looking at the songs that were on that album, it's it's just the perfect uh, it's the perfect soundtrack to what kind of year 2020 was. Uh, in the sense that a lot of those songs, you know, you can put them in the context of what this last year was about, and they'll they'll make sense in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, 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 Don. I mean, uh, there's so many songs there that you can relate to, and you're, you're right about that. Well, I mean, and then just the whole thing, prisoners. I mean, like, yeah, you know, that's what I was to say. Like everyone was sitting at home for a year, right? Hence, hence of how the lyrics came to be. You know, just <laughs> sitting around and looking at you know the same thing over and over again. Even though most of this was written uh, beforehand, it still played in today's uh, you know uh, role. So, you know, <laughs> it, it just it just it was just crazy how it all worked out that way. So, so you said you wrote it back in 2018, 2019. So you guys started what recording late 2019, early 2020? Yeah, I think we hit the studio in about uh, summer, so June, July, like July, August of 2019. And I think we finished tracking in about no in November and then went into mixing and mastering. So we dropped our, uh, our first single January 3rd, um, and that was, that was Predator. Um, and we dropped that with a music video, but yeah, it was, it, it, we actually worked on it for quite a while. I mean, we, we, we got to go in the studio and really experiment a lot with different, um, you know, drum tones and, and guitar sounds and just kind of really try to find our identity a little bit, you know, which was, which was definitely a good experience for, for our debut album. So with that being said, you mentioned that there's some new material. When did this material started to pick up or when did it, when did it start uh, getting produced? And, and whenever, are we going to hear it anytime soon? Are you guys holding off on it? Or are you just going to give us a treat when we see you guys in, in person? Hello? Hey. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, said, I said, you, you <laughs> I lost you there uh, for a bit. I said, you guys mentioned that you guys have some new music. Uh, but when, did, when was that produced or written? And uh, when are we going to hear it? Are we going to have to wait till we see you guys on stage? Um, yeah, so our our goal for for right now is definitely to hit uh, hit some shows and, and and tour prisoners a little bit. Uh, we've been kind of working on new material, uh, been kind of in and out of the studio a little bit. Uh, so we definitely have we're definitely cooking up some new stuff here. Um, hopefully, shooting for a second album release next year. Wow, uh, early twenty twenty two maybe. Um, but as of right now, we're still going to hit the road and uh, tour prisoners a little bit. Nice. Now, with with the writing process, how, how do you typically guys do it? Uh, do you guys just work on it together? You let vocalist write it, drummer, you know, write his thing. How do you guys produce the whole thing? Uh, so, what I do is, uh -huh. is I let these guys work on what they do. Uh -huh. And when they get together, they come up with some crazy stuff. So I let, no, 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 you got it. <laughs> and then I'll, um, <laughs> my bad. And then, uh, I'll come, I'll listen to what they came up with, you know, come up with the rhythm, come up with the, an idea of how I want to do it. And then I'll just try to, you know, uh, mesh whatever I got to say and, uh, whatever I'm feeling at the moment on top of what they got going on. Now for, for, yeah. the, for the writing inspiration, does it typically just you or do you, do you take some, uh, some, some pointers. Hey, you know why? Why do you write about this? I'm, I'm kind of feeling this. Maybe we can incorporate it if it's our if it's our, our band. Oh yeah, of course. Like we always, uh, you know, um, have 
critique each other, you know, say maybe we should try this or how about we try to see if it sounds like that, you know, you know, picking like, you know, choose, seeing like, you know, what sounds best or what, you know, is good for the record. And also what feels more natural, more comfortable because, you know, we don't want to try to make anything seem like, you know, or try too hard, you know, or try to like lose sight of the message of what we're trying to actually do. Because when you get stuck on that, then you start to hate the song and then you start to like not enjoy it or like not playing it anymore. And then it just gets lost in like translation. And the next thing you know, you just got a song that you written that you don't even love anymore. Right. Well, you talk about tours, you talk about touring the album Prisoners. When can we expect you on stage? Do we have any dates? Do we have some, some cities so far? Yeah, so we've got a we've got a string of tours uh, in late late the later part of this year that have not been announced. We're going to be announcing some of that stuff in in early July and as we head into the back part of this uh, summer. So stay on the lookout for that. That being said, though, we do have a couple of festivals that we're playing in the U.S. Uh, we're playing uh, Metal in the Mountains in Pipestem, West Virginia, and we're playing Blue Ridge Rock Festival in Danville, yeah. Virginia. Man, that, um, that- so those. That, that Blue Ridge Rock Festival is stacked. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that lineup on steroids. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> like, you guys couldn't do anything to it? Fuck, we're throwing it all in there, man. <laughs> well, guys, I want to thank so much uh, for your time and looking forward to seeing you guys uh, on the road. Hopefully, you guys can put Florida in there. We'd love to have you down here, and uh, we can go ahead and party with you guys. Oh, hey, man. Yeah, well, thank you for having us, man. It's been yeah, a pleasure. You. Likewise, man. You guys take care, and again, put Florida in there somehow some way whether this year or next year we'd love to have you and we'll, we'll be down there later this year so awesome we'll keep an eye out and for you guys uh, yeah. I'll tell you with who but we'll, we'll be there so okay we'll, catch we'll, we'll keep an eye yeah. out there thanks so much guys yeah. appreciate it alright cheers cheers bye 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 Joining us on the program, can't wait to see you out here, perhaps, perhaps, in Florida. Can't wait to get in there and jam and kick some ass inside the mosh pit. Friendly reminder, guys, Manscaped, Manscaped, Manscaped. That's right, they are supporting The Roman Show. Visit the website, use the promo code The Roman Show all together to get a discount. Ariel Hawani has announced that he is no longer with ESPN. And he came out and stated that he has a new home. He's bringing back the MMA hour, uh, which was on MMA fighting. And he is now part of the British sports network. That's BT Sport. That's right. He will be covering uh, boxing, WWE, and mixed martial arts. This comes after a three-year relationship with ESPN. He is no longer part of that company. Listen, I, I think you've heard me talk about um, Ariel Hawani. I've, I've met him a couple of times. But he's a diva. He continues to be a diva. I'm not I'm not hating on him. I'm not I'm not saying that he, he sucks as a journalist. I think that he's definitely he's 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 done a lot for the sport and there's no doubt about that. But the way that he comes, he reminds me of like a LeBron. When you remember the LeBron, whether he was going to make the decision on ESPN and they dedicated a good 30 minutes about deciding what team he was going to go to. Some diva stuff. 
Well, that just pretty much to me is what Ariel Hawani is to the world of journalism. I'm not saying that he's a bad journalist. I'm just saying that his approach. He comes off very whiny and bitchy. And that is why Dana White has heat with uh, Ariel Hawani. Remember, at one time, Ariel Hawani worked for the UFC. But it's just, he's just... He, he's just soft. He's just a soft guy. He cries. He, 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 at some point, he puts his emotion into these stories when our journalist is not really supposed to put their emotion into it. But kudos to Hawani. He's going to cover WWE or, or pro wrestling. I would assume pro wrestling, not just WWE. It's not fair, right? You got to cover them all. Just like Hawani covers Bellator and the rest of the promotions. But. What does it mean for ESPN? You know, will they really miss Helwani? I don't think so. They brought the, they have Brett Okomomo and they got others there that are covering the sport. Plus, they do have that relationship with the UFC exclusively. So I don't see uh, the the loss here, Ariel Helwani, being a big deal. And hopefully, he did make more money. Hopefully, he's a lot happier than when he was in ESPN. Again, when and I'll be honest, you know, when I follow the guy on social media, and and, he, and he's pretty much on point with all the stuff that he puts. He's one of the guys that has it first. There's no doubt about that. And we can't hate nothing about that. He, he's, he's pretty much on point. But it's, again, it's just a reproach. He's just very bitchy and whiny. But hey, kudos, congrats to Ariel Hawani. I don't think he'll ever be in the Bob Castas, as he, he says he's a big fan of, but he'll, he'll be at that level. But uh, hey, again, MMA... I think he's helped put the the sport on the map. He's done a lot for it. So we got to give him credit where credit is due. Game Bread FFC took place this past weekend. It was George Masvidal's MMA promotion or bare knuckle uh, MMA promotion. And for the first time, they had mixed martial arts with no gloves. I mean, this is just bare knuckles. And I have to tell you that... It seems pretty cool, but it goes back again to bare knuckle fighting. All right, and listen, I've been to many of these events. They're they're pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie that they're not, but they they get the ones, and no offense to the fighters, but they get the guys that pretty much, uh, their career is pretty much, you know, uh, they're running out of gas. And those are the guys that we, we see in action. So to me, it's become more of a niche. I know they're pushing hard to make it seem as the world's fastest sport. I, I don't see it as the latest, newest, or, or greatest sport. Bare knuckle fighting, is, it's nothing new. It's It's been going on. Um, the BKFC, though, has done a great job at, at really promoting this thing and, and getting some, some some mainstream media coverage. Uh, they're not there yet. I don't know if they will get there yet. Uh, remember, it's essentially boxing without gloves. That's that's pretty much what it is. Uh, I don't see it as brutal or as dangerous. In fact, I think boxing is probably even worse when it comes to concussions and, and injuries. But I, they, they, in my opinion, they need fresh faces. Um, Building really someone uh, from your organization is going to help it get more attention instead of getting these MMA guys that at one point 
maybe were contend title contenders. Um, but it's more like picking up the scraps. You know, why not get someone fresh, someone new, and really build this guy or girl up as a freaking badass and they could just pummel people, whether they were mixed martial artists or they were boxers or whatever. But why not? And and I think that's the thing that's that's really missing from uh, bare knuckle fighting, in my opinion. Now, as far as this bare knuckle MMA, let's see how far it goes. Again, there they have names uh, that were in the UFC, Bellator, and other companies, but they were not at the top level uh, fighting experience. BKFC, for that matter, does have you know, Thiago Alves who. At one point, was fighting for the championship. Uh, Hector Lombard, another beast uh, in, in in Bellator. He was undefeated for like over twenty fights or something like that. But we don't see that yet with with Game Bread FC. So to me, is Jorge Masvidal is just basically doing um, hell what he used to do for Kimbo Slice, a backyard fight, but now sanctioned by by a commission. Which, kudos, kudos to him. And hopefully it did very well. I mean, it's something new, something fresh. And if you got nothing else better to do, and if there is no UFC or Bellator or Combate or any of these companies, then why not tune in and watch a bare-knuckle MMA fight? I mean, there's room for everything. But as a fan, you know, do you believe that there is enough steam to make this thing uh, the, 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 the latest thing to slice bread? What are your thoughts? Did you catch this pay-per-view uh, on their app? Send me an email at info at theromanshow.com. I love to hear your opinion. Well, with that being said, guys, uh, that's pretty much... Oh, by the way, just one thing here. I want to go back uh, to the world and rock. Bullet for my Valentine released her latest hit, Knives, and by God, what a freaking song. That um, song uh, is part of the album that's dropping in October. And if you haven't had a chance to see it, please do yourself a favor and go to YouTube, Spotify, or wherever, and hear "Knives" from Bullet for My Valentine, and uh, grab a drink while you're at it. It's fucking amazing. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us on the program. We will catch you next week right here on the Roman Show once again. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Cheers, everyone. Have a good week. Thank you. Thank you.